Hey, you're back. Well, then I welcome you to the Dipped in Butter program with Cap and Wes. Get your dumb ass on this fucking horse so we can take this picture. And the best lines are right here with a podcast release each and every Tuesday. I would hope so. I, I think it feels good to me. We can ask them. Fuck it. Welcome to the Dipped in Butter program. Good morning. Good evening. Happy Tuesday. Happy Thursday. And you know, the other days of the week that we be neglecting because we're horrible people like that. Wednesday, y'all special too. This is the number one mixtape podcast out there on the internet. The number one place you can go to listen to your lies. Get your best lies. Understand that they are lies. This shit ain't necessarily the truth. And you know what? You be saying it a lot. And I don't be really letting it soak into my skin, but now I need to let it really soak into my skin. And maybe we'll talk about that here in a little bit in the podcast, but I digress. Who I'm talking to indirectly, that's West with no T. That's the motherfucking goddamn glue around here. And that's Forever Young 89. That's New Daddy Downstairs. That's the producer extraordinaire, editor-in-chief. That's our motherfucking friend. That's my guy. That's your guy. That's the guy across from us. That's the other guy on the mic. What's going on, my guy? Um, you know, a whole, whole lot of nothing back here on another Monday to deliver a good Tuesday pot to the people. Um, I don't really, I'm, I'm blank minded right now. I told y'all I'm not lying no more. I'm not potting. So like, I'm here literally to react to whatever is going on in real time. Um, and that's just me keeping the same energy, you know, from last week and moving forward. I don't even got to digress because I've cleared my brain of that. So my nigga <laughs> across from me with the hottest takes in the United States, that is Kat, K with two T's on the end of that thing. Uh, you can catch my man at youtube.com slash dipped and butter program where I promise I'm just going to select all and delete one day. I don't have the password or anything like that. So we're just going to keep talking about it until it happens. Maybe it never happens, but that's our style. Um, but you can also catch my guy right here each and every Tuesday or whichever day is pod day in your life um, on the dipped and butter program, wherever podcast are place, because that's where this motherfucking thing goes. Um, he is big money in Chicago and San Fran and everywhere in between. He is also probably the worriedest nigga I see and vision right now. I don't know what happened. I don't know what he's thinking about, but he covered his mouth. Now he has me concerned, so I'm just going to keep talking to give him a couple more seconds to try and figure out what's going <laughs> on in his best. life. Um, he is Slim Jim right here on the pod. That is GYM. My nigga and yours. What up, dude? As normal, per usual, you said something in the intro that sparked sparked a perfect beginning for me and something I wanted to talk to you about and I lost it. I immediately lost it. When you saw that in my face, I was like, oh shit, where'd it go? I had something I definitely wanted to talk to you and something I've been meaning to talk to you about. It, bro, my mind is so slippery now. You know what? This actually is on the list and maybe it'll help me remember. I don't want to come on here and act like I'm... Two things. One, the listen to lies is not an exaggeration. We be on here lying. And I'm starting to learn that some of the lies I tell on here be affecting my real deal life. We'll go into this a little bit further. But this past weekend, my wife went out of town. She had a work trip to go on. So she left like Mm -hmm. Thursday evening, didn't come back until like Sunday afternoon. So it was just me and Donovan. And we had me and Donovan, me and Cameron, me and the baby. We had our own little adventures. But I noticed something on her trip out of town this time, as opposed to all her other trips out of town. She ain't really been out of town by herself that, that many times, but since we've been Mm -hmm. in New Mexico and she's a career woman with business power suits with shoulder pads in them, she goes out of town for business. Now it's a thing that we've adjusted to. 
I go out of town for business now. It's a thing we've adjusted to. But I've noticed something about us doing the pod and it kind of correlating and overlapping with real life. We had an episode one time a few months ago where I mentioned about like, oh, you know, when she go out of town with her girlfriends and stuff like that, I don't want her to feel like she got to check in with me every half hour and this, this, that. Mm-hmm. And she must have heard it and must have sunk into her skin because this time when she went, maybe six calls. <laughs> and I, bro, I, now that ain't me saying that she should have called more. I just happened to notice <laughs> she didn't call as much. She still called and checked I mean, the nigga. I don't want to make it sound like she didn't give a fuck. But I will say, if we didn't have the adventure that we had while she was out of mm-hmm. town, I probably would have heard from her even less. And I just happened to notice it. And I was like, huh, I wonder if this is like an audible she called after us talking shit on the podcast. And I ain't gonna lie. I, you know, our show is a healthy mixture of the truth and podcast mm-hmm. exaggeration. And sometimes I get so caught up in telling my stories and trying to provide a, a humorous podcast that sometimes I am completely unaware of the effects <laughs> they might have in my day-to-day existence. Say so sometimes I go completely off the rail. Yeah. Like I wish we remember what we said once these mics went off, because then we might be able to write up a quiz to give to y'all every week to be like, okay, you tell me what you think is the truth, and you tell me what you think is a lie. Right. But because the shit happens so fast, and we're just here for a lot of entertainment, you know, by you. Like some sometimes we say shit that. I don't want to say shouldn't be said, but like, I don't know what the fuck I just said, or like, I might not mean that. Or maybe I might mean we don't wholeheartedly mean, right? Yeah, like, we yeah, mean yeah. it, but we don't mean it that much. Nah. But it, it was and super not, interesting, for sure. I was about to say, now you only got six phone calls when you went out of town. That's why you, that's why you definitely got to be careful with your words here, especially yeah. when you know them niggas be listening, and not only do they listen, they be like up-to-date listening. Like, yeah, like in real time. Like, I only yeah, got two is, weeks at the most before this shit becomes my reality, what I've said on See, my, I think mine is a little bit longer. I don't know where my wife is in the pod, though, but like, I told you, I, I randomly walk in on my wife, and she'll be listening to the pod, like, out loud, and I told you, I'd be like, there's that fucking podcast. <laughs> Let me back like, out the room. I don't even, I don't even want to know what episode that she's listening to. I just like, Oh, all right, have fun with that. Like, I don't know what I said. Hear what you hear. Maybe you'll say something to me later. But she usually doesn't like bring anything back to me from the pod. Like, she'll she'll definitely tell me like y'all are stupid and like y'all. And I told you she told me the one time y'all should probably work tell online more, a lot more. Yeah, y'all should work online. Like, she'll give me shit like that. But she don't never come back. Never to direct and specific. Oh, from wow. the pod and be like, because you want to know what I'm waiting on. This is the next thing. And I'm and like, man, we'll get an opportunity here. We'll see. But like we were having the same conversation. I was like, my only expectation is to let me know when you got there. We just haven't had a chance for that to become like a practical situation yet. But like, I'm, I'm waiting to see. Mm. And like, not, and let me not, cause that kind of sounds bad. I don't want to say that I use the podcast as the avenue to express my feelings, <laughs> but <laughs> except for the couple episodes when we come on here and be like, damn, did I, I mean, say too much? I'm just saying when it comes up in conversation, you want to give, you know, the, the greatest real life example that you can give. So that's what I had to give at yeah. the time. That wasn't me. Like, uh, bullhorning to my wife, sure. bitch, call me when you get where you're going. Like, sure. no, that wasn't me saying that. But like, read between the lines. You know what I'm saying? Figure the lies and the truth. Is we're back into this whole, you know, what I'm saying conundrum of a situation here. Figure it's, it out. Figure it it's out. so hard. I was texting. Yeah. <laughs> I was texting uh, Reams earlier today because I was listening to their uh, podcast, and he had like 
he had let a little bit of his personal personality slip out. Like I can tell when the homies be podding, right? Because I, I pay attention and I keep tapped in with the homies. And I can tell when my nigga be pod, especially, you know, he's like you. Y'all got radio background, so he knows right. how to do his radio thing. Me, not so polished. I come on here and talk about my dick cuts. It's Maybe it's good, maybe it's not. But he's so polished. And I caught him on this past week's episode letting a little bit of his real life slip out. So I immediately text him like, nigga, you separating the men from the boys now, baby. Like, this is where real potting happens when you yeah. say your shit and then you look back like, ooh, I'm probably going to get a text. Mm. I can see the text coming. I might, I might, I might get a text. Like, and mm-hmm. I told you, I like even. I don't want to even call it all the shit that I be talking on this podcast. But like, I be expecting a text, and if I get it, I get it. If I don't, I don't. You know what I'm saying? And like, I ain't, I ain't got, I ain't got no text from you know nothing that I've said on this podcast, or at least nothing that a nigga want to like be at me about. Because again, like, I'm always, I'm always coming from a real place. Like, I, I again, I, I always try to protect the innocent. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. But I'm always coming from a real place. And, you know, the thing that we always talk about here, I always try to make sure I'm, like, getting my point across in full. So I I, I feel like I got a good track record of, like, getting my point across. I don't know if I got my point across so well last week in the trans talk, but I don't care still this week. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. a week later, I don't know if I got my point across, but I also don't care. I feel like um, we talk so time. much, though. Like, when we talk... We don't never be like looking at the stop the stopwatch like nah. we only got twenty minutes on the talk. Like we try to yeah, be as clear nah. as possible. And For when sure. we hang up the mics, we be like, we gotta be satisfied with it, or we gotta come back next week and uh, elaborate some more. That's just kind of all it is to it, really. Yeah, and like I don't feel like I did so egregious that I need to come elaborate on it this week. But like, it is what it is. Do so you like, think we'll I ever just... be the podcast that comes back and apologizes the next week? Like, do you have we ever done that? Come back and apologize the week after? Like, hey, y'all, we got to clean something up. I'm not sure if we've ever done that. I don't think we've apologized. But again, like, I I feel like whatever we saying, like, is always coming from like some sort of genuine place. And yeah, I always say some sort of genuine place because it's a podcast. And like, yes, we do be trying to tell jokes. Like, yeah. surprise, y'all. A lot of these is jokes. Like, we be trying to tell jokes. And that's why, like, this podcast comes off the way that it comes off, but like I'm still giving you a real opinion. I'm just saying you're probably a lot funnier for entertainment value than yeah, I was covered in candy. Face. That's it's all. covered in candy. That's all. That's There's all. fruit under there. It's just covered in chocolate. I can't eat the fruit, <laughs> bro. Speaking of, uh, oh, this, you know what? I'm not going to do the speaking of and jump to another topic because I do have a question on this topic though, and I almost forgot to ask mm-hmm. you. With your wife being behind and her like, because my wife comes to me kind of directly about our topics, right? Because she be, I've told you mm-hmm. about like how she'll come to me and she like, oh man, I want to talk to you about this. Like she'll go straight in. Like I listen to the pod and you know what, what y'all said about this, I thought it was interesting because this or that, like she's very direct. And with your mm-hmm. wife being vague and she'll be like, oh, y'all silly and kind of give you like a little nudge at the kitchen counter and just keep, walk off. Mm-hmm. For me, cat the textbook over thinker, to <laughs> me that would make me think that she's loading up some shit. Like I don't know if I could sleep at night if my wife just like heard the pod and gave me very vague responses and went on to like soak the potatoes. Well, well nah, see that's to, that's to the credit of my wife. And I've, I've said it here, you know, on the pod before, like my wife is not good at holding things in. So like, mm, so if it was something even if, say it. even if it's something at her dream that she dreamt about and she woke up and it stayed on her mind and she had to ask a question, she would ask it first thing in the morning. Like if I was woke, she'd be like, babe, I'd be like, yeah, she'd be like, I got to ask you something. What is this dream? What's up? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, what's up? You know what I'm saying? Like, she just, she not good at holding it in. So she would definitely ask me, you know what I'm saying? If it was something pressing on her brain, I give her that credit for sure. That's good. That's a good, healthy place to be, I think. Right? I mean, you feel good about that. I think so. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I'm, and again, like she wouldn't, 
she wouldn't hold like yeah, she wouldn't hold back from asking me anything that I said on the podcast. I don't think, but even I think a lot of the, a lot of the things that we speak about here, I think inadvertently, me and her get a chance to talk about before we talk about it here. You know what mm-hmm. I'm saying? Or like I know how she might feel about something. Um, and not to say that me knowing how she feels about something makes me toe the line of what I'm going to say on here, because I'm still going to say, but like, we just be aligned on a lot of shit. And like, mm. I guess it's similar to when they say like, people be together so long, they start to look alike. Like, maybe we starting to look like, I don't know. I don't give a fuck, but like, I'm it a, works for me. I'm a line toe I'll toe the line. I'll, I'll go ahead and I'll say it. Like, that ain't me saying like, my wife got me shook to say something, but I think I learned like in the hundreds there, like in the early hundreds of our podcast or like me just letting loose on some shit. And she kind of like had to respectfully have a conversation with me a couple of times. And again, my wife is not a nagger. She's not like a bitch of a wife where she's like, nigga, how dare you? Like it was never like she's come to me respectfully a couple of times in some of our earlier shows. And like, you know, you kind of said a couple of things that did bother me. And I respectfully like, okay, you know, we had to clean some shit up because, you know, me, I'll be in here Mm -hmm. just letting loose. So. I don't think that's necessarily a bad thing if I'm not saying for you, but for anybody that does anything similar to this, where you have to kind of leak your personal business to still be able to be receptive to criticism Mm -hmm. or pushback or just motherfuckers being like, Hey, can you please not point the camera at me? You know what I'm saying? Right, right, right. And then like, I don't think like, and it's so weird. Like I could, I, I, I almost overthought saying this, but like, there may have been a thing or two, maybe three, that I've said in the duration of this podcast. I think, like, man, maybe my wife might come and ask me about that. Like, I might, I might got to be prepared for that. But she never does. Um, and I, and I, and I think it's because she always, again, I think it's because she understands where I'm coming from. Mm. And it's not something that I haven't like said to her that she. And that's the thing. My yeah, wife will. No I don't side. think my wife has heard anything surprising from me in 200 episodes on this podcast. Like, and not to say that as a, because it could sound like a bad thing. Like, oh my God, like she knows that. I don't want to say she knows everything, but like. But she at least knows wife, enough about your character knows, to be able to make the yeah. assumption of how you might feel about something. Say, yeah, to tell me that's right on brand. Or like if sure. I if I happen to still tell a story from, you know what I'm saying, the, the old days when I was out here running around in the street, she might like tell me like, yep, you was mean just like I thought. Or you know what I'm saying? Like yeah. it just, it don't translate into, and not to say that that's a bad thing either, but like I fuck with it both ways, honestly. Sure. I, I, I'll accept it either way. No harm, no foul. You want to hear something funny? In the middle, you talking just now. I got it back from earlier in the show. Okay, let's do it. Lost it again. Damn it. Lost it. I swear to God, God I'm not getting funny. Bro. There is something I want to talk to you about. It is showing up in my mind for a second time in the show, and it left again. But this, again, this is on the paper. I am losing. I'm losing my mind. Okay. I don't know if it's related to me doing the podcast or maybe it's diet based or it's me getting older. And I know I'm only 41. I don't want to come on here and be sounding exaggerate. Exaggerative? Is that a word? Exaggerative? I don't know. I'll, but I was going to say, so we are finishing up the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> Bro, this podcast might end against my will. I'm not. Okay. Ooh. It's time for me to be like, let's cut the jokes for a second. I'm being dead okay. fucking serious. I want everybody listening to me to take this serious. It's going to sound like I'm joking, but I'm being dead fucking serious. I'm starting to get a little worried about my short-term memory and I'll explain. Okay. Not just me laughing with you about like, there's this topic on the podcast and it keeps slipping my mind. It pops back up. And then it's so frustrating because shit be slipping my mind nowadays. So bad. I'll be at work and be in mid conversation and forget where I'm going. Like literally forget what on some like Homer Simpson's dad type shit. And <laughs> it's so bad. I caught this this week and it had it's so frustrating when it happens. 
it happened so bad this week where I finally went ahead and put it in my phone to talk to you about here on the show because now enough is enough. Because mm-hmm. I told you that my doctor has like told me to take some over-the-counter shit every day to kind of like get my digestive system jogging again, which is working, by the way, for any of y'all that are concerned about my insides. It's working. I'm starting to poop on my own again. Like everything's okay. It's not, it's not as good as I was when I was 13, but it's better than I was 13 <laughs> months ago, right? But here's the thing. I'll take up nowadays I will go to the bathroom. I got my um I think it's called like Miralax. It's like a powder that you put in some water and you stir, 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 mm-hmm. and then you mm-hmm. drink it and it's supposed to like create fluid in your digestive system to kind of jumpstart your shit. It's like when you pour the shit in your gas tank and it helps your starter, right? Like mm-hmm. it's basically mm-hmm. that for your guts. I take a little glass of that with one. Look, he's already smiling at me. He's he, don't give me the you're getting old face. No, I'll no, take no. that I'm with just, one I'm stool kinda, softener. I'm visualizing. I'm visualizing. Well, the doctor wants me to take that with one stool softener. Mm-hmm. But he really said two, but I've dialed it back to one because shit is starting to jog a little bit. Plus, Can I- my doctor fucking left, by the way. He left his practice, and I got a call from his nurse like, hey, uh, Dr. Rogers is done. So uh, you want to keep your uh, you want to keep your appointment in November with the new guy, or do you want to reschedule something? I'm like, what? Dr. Rogers just left, bro. He just fucking left. Okay. I mean, shit like that happens, but let me, let me, I don't even want to cut you, you off. Back up? But let me, I want to forget. Yeah, let me just add. Let me ask you this question. In sure. the, you know, in the last year since you've been having this conversation with your doctor, now clearly you're gonna have to open your butthole up to a new doctor. <laughs> did anybody, did anybody ever suggest a colon cleanse at any point? Like, has that ever been a conversation? Or, uh, so let me write down. Open up to a new doctor for our title. Um, <laughs> two people. One shout out again for the second week in the row to Louise because Louise gave okay. me the number to a specialist months ago. He's like, dog, okay. look into your stomach. He's got real serious stomach problems. So he was like, dog, I don't want to see you be like me in these streets. He kind of sat me down as like a big homie and put me on his lap and was like, I don't want you to be like me when you grow up. Go see a stomach doctor. Don't play with this shit. You don't want to be like me. And I took the number down and I have every intention to call the doctor if need be, but I knew I already had an appointment set up with my actual doctor. And I was like, mm-hmm. well, I'll let him know about it. And if he ain't talking mm-hmm. about nothing, then I'll call Luisa's specialist, right? Because I know the specialist can potentially be a whole oh, ordeal, yeah. way more money. It can be a big undertaking. I'm like, well, let me take the necessary steps and see my doctor first. So my doctor was like, take this over the counter shit, give it a couple, a month or two. If it don't work, then he's like, I will send you to a specialist to put the camera up your butt. He was like, but I'm going to mm-hmm. let you know now it's not going to be pleasant. It's not going to be cheap. It's not going to be quick. And I'm like, all right, well, let's try to be relaxed first and see how that goes. So, yes, the answer is yes. Luis, yes, I'm not going to front on the homie. He looked out for me months ago and tried to get me together. But, you know, Luis, if you don't got too many nigga friends, niggas don't go to the doctor. And we don't take advice when it comes to the doctor. We just don't. They don't. But let me, I'm going to cut you off here because before you you end your story with maybe something miraculous, I just want to throw a fuck you into one of my doctors because- I had an appointment like two weeks ago, I guess, um, with one of my doctors. And like, I think I remember like scheduling this when I went, you know, six months ago, whatever the case may be. And it's so funny because even I remember at the desk, the girl was like, do you want to schedule like a virtual visit? Or do you want to come here? And I'm like, no, nah, fuck it. I'll come here. Like, mm-hmm. that don't bother me. Like, I, I come yeah, to I'll leave desk. work. I'll leave my counter. desk. Yeah, I'll come up here. Like, Bro, and doctor's appointment know? was is one of the best work excuses that you could ever have. Like, it, nobody ever questions is. a doctor's appointment. <clears throat> They're like, all right. It is. 
It is, but I also got a problem. I'll, I'll tag that on and tell you what I'm about to say, too. Don't forget where you was at, because I want to hear it in the You know I'm going for, to. I don't, I don't, yeah, it's I don't gone. want us to trail it's off in the 19 other plays. Jesus Christ. You're going to make me lose my story. Forget about you losing your story. But no, I guess I had an appointment, fam, and like you already know we had this talk. If it ain't on my calendar, it ain't Don't exist. Looks not happening. on my calendar We're at this adults point. with families. We need We're appointments. Adults. I schedule sex. Because I can't remember a goddamn thing either. I can't this remember is the to have sex here. if you don't put it on my Google calendar. <laughs> if you don't put it on my fucking calendar. So, like, I actually did put this on my calendar, like, but I, I'm, I, like, I look at my calendar all the time because I be having shit to do. And again, if it ain't on my calendar, it don't exist. So, like, I don't even recall seeing this that week on my calendar that any of this shit happened, right? But, like, Okay, whatever, because what usually happens when you have a doctor's appointment, Cat, before you go there? Well, you'll you get a reminder. Pay. They'll call or text you, That's- and they'll remind you, hey, we still got this lined up. You still fucking with that? Kat, I have a standing five-week appointment with one of my doctors, like every five, six weeks, bro. Religiously, and they, they still call, they call me reminder. today. They call me today for my appointment on Wednesday. They call they call religiously a day or two before you come to be like, hey, your appointment is this day. We good or no? Nah, and you ain't, you ain't got that COVID, do you? Cause if you got that COVID, keep your ass at home. Like they right. still ask those questions and they don't shit like that. So like, that's cool. But this doctor's appointment, I got no fucking reminder about anything, huh. bro. So like the day goes on, the day goes on, the next week comes Monday, Tuesday comes. I'm looking at my calendar again, because this is what I do because I got shit you gotta going look on, ahead. on my you gotta, calendar. You call that forecast. You got a forecast. You know what I'm saying? If it ain't on my calendar, it don't exist, fam. So I'm looking and I'm like, yo, I had an appointment on Friday. Like I'm, I'm asking my wife questions about my doctor's appointment. It's already Monday as hell. Yeah, it's, it's. I was way past. I'm like, supposedly I had a doctor's appointment. She was like, for real. And I was like, yeah. I was like, but I never got a reminder call. Like I ran into the whole shit too. Like I do remember, like you know, all the shit. I was like, but I never got the reminder call. And wouldn't you know it, the next fucking day I get the call from the doctor's office. That's like. We see you missed your appointment. Would you like to reschedule? And I'm like, bro, there's no way. There's no way. Wait a goddamn minute. That y'all called me after the fact and not before the fact. And like, I'm not even blaming me for this one, bro, because I answer all local area code numbers because I ain't from here. So if you call me. That's the best way to scam me is 505 me. If you 505 me, you got me, bro. Because I'm picking that 505 up. You got me 100%. So, like, the fact that they sent that after the fact really, like, you know, chapped my ass. Um, But then, like, you know, having a conversation, my wife was like, was you going to reschedule? And I was like, well, you know, probably not because the the con- my conversation with you every week is 150 doctor's appointments. Like, <laughs> that's the how calendar. it is. You go in that motherfucker and they be like, so, how you feeling? Like, you all right? You swole? You bruising? Nah? All right, cool. All right. That's already what I deal with. That's already what I... No, not the only write nothing on the pad. That bitch just come in and cross her legs and fold her arms. Like, I don't... It takes me longer to get over there and get in the building through registration and up to here. It take me longer to wait on you than it than it is for you to come in. You know what I'm saying? So, like, I'm not I'm not going to see her no more. I think This I'm doctor's appointment shit like, is a racket, bro. You're not, yeah, you're not doing that for me. Like, she's the one that prescribed me my, my medication, but, like, where I go every six weeks, like, they just... They adjust my doses if I need to. So, like, they... Supposedly they send that information back to this bitch. Like, and I don't, I just don't, but again, I said this before, I don't know what the fuck happens in the whole. I just feel like now I'm just caught up in some type of like medication pyramid scheme for the rest of my goddamn life. Mm-hmm. And I blame it all on the jab for real, for real. Like we had that conversation, but all that digression, I would love for you to get back to going to open your ass up to the new doctor. Well, see, that's not where we was, but we're on me being forgetful, right? 
So fucking, See, no, you it, forgot we were talking about your ass. Well, this we was great. on my ass because the new doctor said, you know, take this over the counter shit. So I got to take mm-hmm. one stool softener now. He's started me with two, but I'm down to one stool softener and my Miralax, which I'm not even doing that every day now because my shit is jogging again, right? Like my stomach muscles have loosened up. I know for a fact that something's working because I had sloppy joes. You fuck with sloppy joes? Are you a man with nigga at all? Man, which probably not, but if my wife wants to make like real sloppy, don't joke. tell me she's making sloppy joe from scratch, bro. Stop it. Why, you were Stop talking about it, my bro. wife here, buddy. Dude, we haven't. Even... I have not had in my if I, if I you know jog my memory, we've not had sloppy joe at all in the duration of our relationship. Okay, I was gonna say because sloppy joe got like sixty seven ingredients, bro. You cannot tell me your wife knows you sloppy mean? joe from. 60... The... No, it don't. It's not ketchup. You cannot tell me that sloppy joe is just ketchup. I'm There's got to be more ketchup. in there than that. I don't know what it is, but whatever it is, my wife got it downstairs in the cabinet and she can make that shit. (laughs) It's ketchup and oregano for sure. (laughs) But I know my shit is working because I had Sloppy Joe's the other day because like I told you, my wife was out of town. It was just me and Cam. I didn't want to make a pot of spaghetti because I can't even make spaghetti for three, let alone two. I'd have had fucking 16 pounds of pasta if I'd have tried to make spaghetti. So it's like, I know what to make. Man, which we can have about six, seven sandwiches of that and a bag of chips and some fucking cream corn. And we cafeteria straight, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And that shit ran through me within like two hours. I was like, oh, I got to go. So I was like, but I'll be getting excited when I got to poop now because I'm an old man. So I'm like, yes, yeah, I love it. working. <laughs> yes, I got the jogging. Like, nigga, I, you ain't never seen a nigga so happy to fart. Like, I'd be so happy shit is passing through there now. But anyway. Hilarious. Getting back to my forgetfulness and the real reason why I brought this up. I'll take my stool softener, right? I'll get my stool softener pill out and I'll set it on the bathroom counter, right? The Miralax is a powder that you have to like, you take this big ass fucking mirror. Medicine bottles are always weird. I don't know why they can't make this look like a two liter of Sprite or something. Why they make this shit look like old people shit is beyond me. But I got to open this big ass jug thing and pour it into this purple cap. But it comes out so fast. You got to like try not to spill it all over your hands and shit. Mm-hmm. And it's a powder like Metamucil or fucking mm-hmm. pre-workout mm-hmm. or something. And I stir it into the <laughs> in a little bit of water and I stir it. Niggas taking pre-shit. That yeah, is funny. I'm taking pre- <laughs> pre-poops. Like I'm taking, I'm mixing pre-poop. So I take my fucking stool softener and I drink my Miralax and that's it. But here's what's so fucked up. And this is the point I'm getting to by all of this. I will put the fucking stool softener in my mouth and I'll wash it down with the Miralax water. And I'll sit my cup down. Close the cap to the Miralax, tighten the cap to the uh, stool softener, rinse my cup out because there'll be a little bit of residue of the Miralax on the count cup, and walk my used cup to the sink. By the time I get to the sink, swear to God, I'll think, did I take a stool softener or did I just drink the Miralax? Swear to God, at least three times I've done this. At I least mean, three I- times I'll get to the sink and be like, wait, did I take both or did I just take one? And I know, you know, this this doesn't help for this situation. Acting like that, like. You got to edit that out because you're going to make my wife cry. You can't say that. (laughs) You know what? You're right. In the middle of you saying that and me saying this, I realized in real time, I owe you an apology. Because I laughed at you for having your pill separator. Is your pill separator And that's where I was going. This is, ex- yes, this is, this is exactly purple? where I was going. That's you how you know yes, I know you- I owe you an apology, bro. Yes, you know what? 100%. I'm sorry. I'm sorry because yeah, the pill separator is kind of fly now. 
that's exactly where I was going with all of this, fam. Like, that's where that comes into play for me because it's just, again, it's just a guaranteed peace of mind. Like, even to the point, my wife, my wife had to pick up one too. Like, she got like pills and shit she's supposed to take. She had to go copper one. Like, and to her credit, she got like a cute little octagon, you know, pentagon little shape one. But like, you got to have it because it's just peace of mind. Like, you, I do, you truly do. Like, I told you, I used to lay in the bed at night and be on my way to bed and just, Eyes pop open and be like, "Did I take that fucking pill?" Like, well, see now, or having to go downstairs in the morning and dump all the pills out and count all the pills. If it, bro, that's not the way. Well, now what way. I'm gonna do is I'm a gaslight and victim shame you because I wouldn't have to apologize to you if you would have just told me that pill counters are just Google calendars for your medicine. If you would have said that, I would have never You're left. Right. It's my fault, bro. It's just, you should have said it's, that. It, it is you looking at your calendar at the start of the week, knowing. Which days of the week you got to take the pills? And for me, it's every goddamn day. Like, and again, I don't know how well that works for Maryland. Maybe they have something similar. You know, we live in the future right now, bro. Like, something might be available for you to, you know, por- portion out your Miralax water well, and your goddamn Metamucil. Like, well, you you've known me before podcasting. I can bust true. this down in the baggage if I need to, right? And just, I mean, you could. I was gonna say you can go buy like some little sauce cups and pour your little shit in every day and label them Monday through Friday and yeah. be like, y'all just gotta make sure. Take I'm my Miralax. I mean, you can. You can make it happen if you need to, bro. But that's exactly where I was going. Like you gotta, you gotta figure out some type, or you gotta. Well, I guess you can't do that because you don't shit on a schedule, on a time schedule. And I, are you, are you only taking this like right before you go take a shit, or is you taking it like routinely every day? As long as it's sometime throughout the day. But again, I've been doing better, so I haven't like I've been trying to wean off of it because I don't want my body to become reliant on it. So I've been trying to not take it as much. Well, yeah, or even like at whatever duration you want to take it at, bro. Like even if it's every other day or once every three days, set your ass an alarm, bro. Like you know, I you know what I'm saying. I probably let you set it on certain older. days and shit, bro. That's a, bro. On top of my pill like counter, I have an alarm that reminds me to take them motherfuckers every day. Like just seeing them in the box don't make me be like. Oh, and like I don't know if it's different. I'm sure it's different for a lot of other people who take medication. And I, with mines, they just encourage me to take mines like at the 24 hour period. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So like. I kind of need the alarm because I'm supposed to take them every day at seven. But like, as long as I take them bitches before I go to bed, I be feeling like I'm all right. Right, right. I feel like as long as I caught it in the calendar, uh, the 24 hour period, we as long as I made, yeah, like as long as I didn't go to bed without them, I'm fine. Like if I went to bed without them, then shit, we just gotta wait till 7 p.m. again. If I took them at some point today, I'm better than worse. I'm better than I am worse, right? Yeah, certainly. Speaking also, okay, let me ask you a question, and this also kind of plays with forgetfulness as well. Um. Are you a bar soap nigga or like, what do you call that? A body wash nigga. You body wash or bar soap still? You are forgetting things. I'm a bar soap guy. We talked about this before. Yeah. <laughs> I'm a bar soap guy. We talked about Dove body soap, bar soap as yeah. well. Yeah. I bought it again. Okay. We Dove talked again. about Dove mango <laughs> bar soap, right? And how bad it stinks. Yeah. Dove Ugh. makes, for those of y'all that might not have listened to all the shows, Dove, <laughs> your face. Dove, mango. the soap brand, makes a mango soap. Now, <coughs> here's why it keeps getting me. I love orange. And I don't know if I said this part before, too. Like, the citrus okay. smell. I love citrus. Uh, I think I even said this last time we talked about it. Now that I'm jogging my memory again. Like, I love orange Hawaiian punch. We got into a whole talk about how I like mm-hmm. orange Hawaiian punch more than red. Yep. That's how I know we did mm-hmm. talk about it. Yep. Yep. I yep. forgot again and bought it again. And not only did I buy this stinky ass, this soap smells like South Africa, bro. And I feel like I said that exact description before. This soap smells like South Africa and not in a good way, bro. Like, And I I bought it again. And not only did I buy it again, I bought it in a value pack again. So now I got 
16 bars of stinky soap in there. Nah, fam. You got to go give them away. <laughs> I know we talked a couple weeks ago about what you're supposed to do with your old clothes. You don't want no more. I feel like getting rid of bar soap is harder than getting rid of old clothes. Like, how do you give a nigga soap without insulting them? I mean, bro, I know, I know, I know y'all, you know, probably around 15,000 on top of the mountain, but y'all, it got to be a shelter up there somewhere, bro. Like, you got to be able to go donate, to, or you got to go take it down like to the fire away. station, bro. Yeah, go take it to the fire station and be like, hey, do y'all need this or something? Like, you got to be able to find somewhere to take, like, is, don't, don't y'all got a YMCA up there? Like, do y'all's gym got showers? Like, just go leave it up oh, there. Oh, like, I can what, take it to the Anytime Fitness do, and bro. leave it in the shower. Bro, just go leave it. That's just what I should do. Don't need that shit stink, uh, Yeah, I've never seen the man. Like we got, we got a pack, but it's like the the regular one in there, and then it's a green one. The green one is pretty popping. Blue like and green is fine. Blue, green, and yellow is fine. Do all three. I don't three know of them. about the blue bar. I don't know about the blue bar. I'm not. I'm not familiar. But like, yeah, I, don't, I, I probably wouldn't trust it because you can't trust all orange, bro. And I and that's what got me because I've always trusted orange. I've As never orange, been bro, so I've funny. never been disappointed in orange flavored or scented anything in my life. I've been deceived by reds, but never by orange. And this I think that's why Dove keeps getting me because I'll see it on the rack and I'll be like, ooh, mango. And I'll think tropical. And then as soon as I get it home and open the box, like that's just thing so bad. It make my stomach churn, bro. Like I ain't gonna lie, that shit get me to sneeze in and everything. Yeah, nah. Like I guess I'm. I guess I'm just not looking for too much fragrance in anything besides my fragrance. Mm, like you want to smell like you know, how you like, want to smell. I just want to smell clean, dog. Like I don't really need all the you know because what's all the extras for? For real, for real. Like Fat they niggas. don't be telling you. But I get that part. But they don't, <laughs> that's what I'm saying. They don't never tell you like this. They try and lie to you that this shit is good for your skin, but they don't. It don't make your pores stay open longer. Like there's no. Real, it's almost like how Skittles don't have flavors, dog. Like it don't do nothing different for you just because it's a different color, bro. Get the fucking bar of soap, get clean, put lotion on, figure out what lotion you need. Like you got to go other routes besides the soap. I want to say, I want to set you up to say something offensive real quick. Do you mm-hmm. think fat niggas wear extra fragrancy stuff because they know they can't reach everywhere? Do you think that's a thing for like, I'm talking about extra big niggas, like real, real big. I would hope not. Like, if so, that's some on their way to 600 pounds shit, bro. That's not oh, okay. Bro, did I tell you a couple weeks ago I was in the fucking, uh, it's not TJ Maxx. It's one of them stores that's like Burlington, but it's not Burlington. Ross. I was in Ross. You know, on, bro, $10,000 pyramid. Here we come, baby. That Ross, easy. Ross, <laughs> bro, we dude. moving up the ladder, bro. We done killed that show. So, me... Donovan and my daughter was in the Ross just killing time. We was between dinner and pre, we was walking off dinner, getting ready for ice cream, right? And mm-hmm. I was walking into the fucking Ross and mind you, I'm trying to like keep all my little like jokey joke shit inside. Like I'll be seeing little shit that I'll be wanting to laugh at, but I'm not of the age anymore where I like want to nudge my wife and be like, psst, 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 right? So I saw some shit and I just kept it to myself. As I was walking into the Ross, there was a gentleman in there that was in Ross that was particularly large. Now, I'm not saying that to make fun of this guy on the podcast. I'm not going to describe him to you. But he was reality TV large. Like, he was reality television large. Like, he was, you need to hurry up and get him back to the car big. You know what I'm saying? Like, he was a big dude. And I noticed him, and I didn't do no whole big, like, head jerk. Like, damn, nigga, you big as hell. I just kind of, like, noticed it on my way in. Like, I noticed and I kept it pushing because you don't want to be that person to make people uncomfortable. I'm not like that anymore. I'm not immature. However, as I was like bypassing him and making the right going to the small and slim section, and I don't go to big and tall anymore, I heard another dude out loud say, 
That's a big motherfucker right there. Jesus. Out loud, right. audibly to his girl. Now, in that moment, I was like, damn, I almost did that. But I like capsulized it. Like I closed the pickle jar on it and I kept it inside. Mm-hmm. And I don't think that culturally people are supposed to be policing your thoughts. Like I don't think like leftist conservatives or leftist, what do you call liberals can tell me about my thoughts as long as I don't say anything harmful or do anything harmful. Like, I don't think I'm in trouble for thinking that, but when I bent the corner and heard the dude audibly say like, damn, that's a big ass motherfucker right there to his girl, like loud as hell. Like I think dude Mm -hmm. was close enough to hear it. And it kind of broke my heart a little bit. Like, damn bro, like you could have, yes, he's big as hell. And I noticed it too, but you ain't have to say it. And then when I turned my head to see what kind of person would be that immature? Like, how old is this person? What are they on? Mm. Like, I'm looking around to see, like, maybe this person is a little bit mental illness, and maybe that's why he can't control his reactions to seeing an abnormally large person. And I turn around, and this dude is only 150 pounds lighter than the dude he was talking about. <laughs> like, the dude, like, the dude was standing at the big and tall rack talking about how big another nigga is. And it got me to thinking. Now, in my 20s, I was certainly this guy. Like, I was the definitely call another fat nigga fat as a fat nigga nigga. But when does that stop is my question. Like, how old should you be before you stop even being like that? Because I did have the Um, thought. I can't, like, exclude myself entirely because I did think to myself, like, God damn, that's a big nigga. But I just thought it. Kept walking. Yeah, I mean, well, I don't, I don't know if it's an age thing. It might be um a particular purchase, and I'm, you know, gonna give a real time example. A Maybe purchase. it's when you buy a shirt that says "kind of fit, kind of fat." <laughs> you kind of feel like you really just want to give other people grace. I forgot I had um, this one today. <laughs> it kind of, it kind of feels like that's when you want to give people grace when you buy a shirt like oh. that. Um, but uh, I don't know. I, I you know, I'm <laughs> season you know, three. West my, is on a tear. <laughs> you know, my favorite thing to do is to mind my motherfucking business, dog. Sure. So, like, I guess if I would have heard that, like, I might have, I probably might have feel compelled just to yell, like, mind your business, like, mm-hmm. you know, what I'm saying from the other out. But upon further investigation, when I see you on your way to being him, like, I might have, you know, I might have had to, because, like you say, that's some young nigga shit, bro. And I yeah. think, At I think once age, you just you get to like that. What do what do that have to do with me? Or like what what was the point of you having to say that out loud, bro? Like and like when and not as you know, I'm I'm just here for reality. When's the last time you looked at yourself? Yeah. Like, bro, bro, I'm glad see, this is why you're the perfect broadcaster and why your mind is so beautiful because it got me to thinking, like, are you saying that to your girl to basically underline say to her, like, see, it could be at worse, man. Yeah, yeah, at like, least I ain't that big. It could be like, worse, man. No, yeah, nah, bro. I don't, I don't think that's the way, but probably so. Probably to make yourself feel better. But for uh-huh. again, like, and this and it's one of those things. I probably wouldn't have pressed it because it goes back to the classic. Does this need to be said? Does this need to be said by me right now? You know that whole lineage of shit. So I probably wouldn't have said nothing, but like, I definitely would have chuckled at him on the walk pass, and I probably would have gave him a this nigga, <laughs> this nigga. Like, I can't believe it. Can I do a flow chart with you real quick, mm-hmm. based on this discussion? Let's do a flow chart mm-hmm. real quick, right? Okay. Start in mm-hmm. this instance. What do you think the Ross dude would have had to have said or how egregious would the comment have to be for you as you and who you are in your personal existence for you to step in and say something to him? Like, hey, bro, can you relax? Like, how much would you have to witness before you stop minding your business? Like, him just saying, like, damn, that's a big nigga. Or even if he said it loud, like, damn, you's a big nigga. Like, I feel like you probably could have kept walking on, like, aloud. Like, damn, you a big ass nigga. But is there any instance in the raw situation I just described to you where you feel like you would step in personally and be like, hey, bro, like, that's a nigga? 
it probably it probably got to be somewhere close to confrontation and not like <clears throat> high intense confrontation but like if you on your shit and then it got to the point where now the 600 pound nigga pulls his motherfucking mini cart up to the aisle where you roasting him at he just staring you down and you not stopping like I might got to tell you, like, hey, you know what I'm saying? Break it yeah, up, big stall dogs. Him out, stall him out, Debo. Like, let him live, fam. Like, this is not the way to go. Like, what, what, what is this doing for y'all? Like, is this making you feel better? Because then there's probably some deeper, darker things that y'all need to deal with. But, like, you got your shit off. Y'all was mean. Because ultimately, that's what you want to do. Like, even if it's funny to you, on in the, in the larger picture, it's mean. Like, and there's and there's no need to do that to you know, big boy that y'all don't know. Like, I'm a, I'm gonna probably get my shit off in there to let them know. Like, hey, I feel y'all. Like, he, he, you're right. Like, you are right in which, but like, you, why? What's the point? Like, what is the motherfucking point? Like, or what if dude got the motherfucking Uzi under one of his rolls of fat and he just blow your asses away in the <laughs> store? Like, y'all not thinking. Yeah, now y'all not thinking about situation. nothing like that. Like, leave that dude alone. Or what if y'all happen to be his motivation and he got the bag and he find out all y'all's personal motherfucking information? And now he John Wick crackhead hanging out <laughs> on your goddamn neighbor's back. roof. It yeah, all comes like, back. bro. Standing in the middle of business, the, bro, and standing in the middle of the fat farm aisle trying to break up a fat nigga fight is insanity, bro. And then, okay, here's step two of the flow chart, right? Because this is a flow chart. I didn't forget what I said we was going to do. It's a three part. F- Three-part flowchart. Step two. Okay. This is a real situation I wrote down pages and pages and pages ago. I never got to talk about, but it's the perfect instance to talk about it. We was coming back from a Santa Fe trip, right? And this was uh, last month, I guess it would have had to be, but based on the story, you'll be able to tell what month it was. I was driving back from Santa Fe and I was stopped at a railroad, uh, railroad red light, right? So it was a red light and mm-hmm. railroad tracks and mm-hmm. railroad <clears throat> fucking hinges things was coming down. So like, we not just stopped. We extra stopped, right? We stopped and stopped. And I saw somebody on a bike, a dude on a bike pedaling his bike across this long ass fucking railroad uh, passageway. Now, the reason why I keep saying railroad is because it will let y'all understand and visualize in the story why I was able to pay attention to this because normally y'all know me, I be retard driving, so I don't pay attention, but I had so (laughs) much extra time and I couldn't go nowhere that I was admiring my surroundings and looking around. And I saw somebody on the bike. The person had a bike with a basket, rest in peace, peewee, with a flag on their bike, and their flag was the LGBTQ plus flag, right? Mm-hmm. They was minding their business, riding the bike across the street. I saw, and this is going to sound like I'm making this up, but this is completely the truth, and I couldn't believe I was witnessing it. Pickup truck pulls up like they was going down a fast street. They slowed down next to the bike to curse the person on the bike out, pointing their fingers at the bike like, you motherfucking queer ass, this, this, that talking crazy to the person on the bike, minding their business. The flag on the bike wasn't even big. Like, it's one thing if the flag was like one of these fucking trunk, Trump pickup truck American right. flags they'd be fucking mm-hmm. flying. This was just like a little baby bike flag with the fucking rainbow flag on it. And they slowed their pickup truck down to egregiously fucking spew a bunch of hate speech at this person minding their business on the bike and then peel off. And... <clears throat> I ain't gonna lie to y'all, bro. Like, when it comes to the left and certain ideologies, I be feeling like the left be tripping sometimes. Like, bro, y'all be doing too much sometimes. None of it, like, y'all be over-exaggerating shit. But, like, I saw with my own real eyes actual gay hate. Like, for no reason. Like, this person was not, like, I could see if they swerved their fucking gay bike in front of your truck or some shit and almost made you crash. This person was minding every bit of their business, bro. And 
I put that here because for one few times in my life, I actually felt like intervening. Like I felt like getting out of my car and saying some shit like you bitch ass nigga, like try that with me. Like, like, bro, like I kind of wish I was like a gay vigilante and I could like beat a nigga up with sequence pants on or some shit because like these truck dudes needed their ass whooped, bro. And again, I'm all about minding my business and let leaving people to their life. That shit ain't got nothing to do with me. I'm the fucking part. I'm the poster boy for that shit ain't got nothing to do with me, especially when I got my daughter mm-hmm. with me, bro. But that shit right. pissed me off, bro. Like, I wanted to really get out and be like, bro, some these niggas need they ass whooped, bro. Like, they really need they ass whooped because this person wasn't doing shit to them. Like, had you witnessed that, would that have made you want to get out your car? Like, obviously, you got your kids with you. I mean, I don't, I don't want to say obviously an answer for you. Like, do mm-hmm. you fucking get out your car and run real quick across the railroad tracks and fucking, like, intervene in these uh, civil rights being violated shit shit just different outside today so like yeah we've already had the conversation on here about how i like to be outside you know what i'm saying particularly if i'm outside with people like i'm always strapped when i'm in the world you know what i'm saying um so you got you got to toe a fine line i guess and like that's really all i really want to say like i don't even want to be like a smarty pants about it like the only reason i don't like randomly shoot at people doing fuck shit is because i'd be scared to like shoot other people that's not doing fuck shit like I'm wholeheartedly committed to like shooting at people doing dumb shit. I just like, I can't stomach anything else happening to somebody who wasn't involved. So like, that's right. the only reason why I don't like shoot at dumb ass people when shit happens. Cause I'd be ready to go right there and I'm just down for whatever consequences with the dumb people. Um, but that didn't particularly have nothing to do with me. So I don't know if I would interject myself in that in today's society. Would you just um, give that a mm, 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 head shake? Yeah. Like, I guess I might, I guess I might make a mental note and like, just be looking for you later in case I get an opportunity to see if you want to keep that same energy with me about anything. Yeah. Um, because again, we live in a small town, like I'm liable to see you again. So, you know, I'll, I'll probably add it to, add it to my joint and, and, and maybe I'll, you know, come and ask you about it if, you know, depending on how I'm feeling that day. But again, like motherfuckers just be so unpredictable out here in the world because even that's crazy, bro. Like a motherfucker riding a gay bag down the street and you just felt the need to roll your window down. Why did you do that? Just keep it fucking pushing. Like, yeah, you got, you got too much time on your hands and you worry about the wrong shit. So like you ultimate, and that'd be my thing. Like, all right, the situation and the details is what it is. But like, if I, again, if, if me, if I'm just on a shooting spree and somebody asks me like, why would you do that? And I'd be like, Oh, cause he needed a lesson in mind in his business. Yeah. niggas. Need like to there's a, you know what I'm saying? There's a larger picture there. Like he could feel it however he wanted to feel. You didn't need to stop and bestow that upon me, bro. You could have had your moment and just went on about your business and, and did whatever you need to. But the moment that you stopped and bothered me, you wouldn't mind your business no more. So now you getting shot at. Like I don't and again, like I want you to bother them and just bullets just start flying. Like you don't even know what's going on. Like, oh my God. Like <laughs> oh shit. What the yeah, what the fuck? Like, and again, I just wouldn't want any innocent bystanders because I couldn't deal with that. Bro, imagine a world where you do do that though, right? And like you fire fop, 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 fop. And then you like the motherfucker on the bike, like it's like walking their bike now and they're walking over to you like, man, thank you, bro. Like, I really didn't think nobody cared. And you hug them from the side. Like you like church hug them from the hip. Like, bro, don't worry about it. That just was some bullshit, bro. Like I came and like, nah, bro. Like I I got a lot of followers, man. Do you mind if I like, I I like your hat, bro. What's that dipped in? But oh, it's a little podcast, man. Like they put you on your social, on their social media and you're a hero now. And because they love you so much and you're such a proprietor to the community, they want to come listen to the podcast, but they start at episode 200. Yeah. <laughs> Shit. Uh, no, 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 no. See, that's when you got to, that's what, again, this is when you got to be forward thinking. And you got to be like, 
Oh no, nah, man! It's just like the same as when you gonna do. If you are gonna do good stuff for the people outside, you don't need to record yourself doing that, bro. So no, like, no. I did that. Out, I did that out the goodness of my heart. You don't owe me anything, bro. You don't yeah, owe now me. Now you gotta act real t-shirt. humble. No, bro. You don't no, owe, I yeah, do you that. don't owe me a gay T-shirt, a fanny pack, or a keychain, fam. I'm okay with doing what I just needed to do for you today. I'm okay. But I will like one of those dipped in butter, like spread fans. <laughs> okay, flowchart situation three okay. in the final dot of the flowchart, okay. right? You're taking the family out, right? Mm-hmm. It's hot. It's been hot in Arizona. I know it's hot out there because it's hot out here, right? Uh, uh, you pack the family up. You put the peanut butter and honey sandwiches because you can't really fuck with the jelly because it's too hot. The jelly might be weird by the time you get out there to the water. So you do peanut butter and honey. Y'all got some uh, plain lace potato chips and y'all got some Capri Suns. Y'all just going to hope that they last from the freezer to the water. You're taking your family out to the water and y'all like, look, I got a sedate plan. We're going to go out and chill on the water and it's going to be nice. Everybody's excited. You got the two baby girls with you and you got baby Pierce with you. The teen passed on it. Teen got plans and got to work. That's cool. You got the two babies and the baby baby, right? Y'all pull up. Y'all just now unpacking the car. Y'all got all y'all's cargo. Boom, boom, boom. Y'all closing car doors. Boom, 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 boom. All four of the truck doors is closing, right? You got mm-hmm. your baskets. You pull all of that shit in your wagon. You got baby Pierce. Pushing baby Pierce, pulling the wagon. Everybody's good. You hear a bunch of loud shouting. You hear a bunch of commotion. You turn your head to see what the fuck is going on. You glance over at the pier. There's a bunch of white dudes jumping a black dude, security guard. <laughs> you just happen to be trying to enjoy a good day out in Montgomery and you see a security black dude getting jumped by a bunch of, you don't know what the fuck is going on, but there's certainly way more white dudes than there is one black dude and they're all jumping him and everybody's screaming, pulling their phones out. It's a bunch of commotion. Now you start to see a bunch of black dudes run over and join the fight. What do you do? Uh, I'm with the family. I can't. I can't join the fight. If part part, I can't join the fight because I see black dudes running in and like I feel in my spirit that they going. To you want to move with them, because, right? Because if I if I see inception of fight and they like on oh my man, like I'm definitely looking at wifey like, oh shit, like I gotta hey hold up, like I gotta I gotta do something. But then when I see other people coming, I can probably like I can fall back because I'm with the family. Now if I'm just with my wife, I'm going. Then I'm you might can going. go. No, I'm going. Do you I'm look going, at? 100%. Do you give it a look? Like, is it cool, or do you just go? Yeah, hundred percent. Nah, do I? Do, hey, babe, I gotta. Is she it? be like, go ahead. Like, and I know she gonna let me go. She be like, nah, go ahead. For, for us, us, for real. <laughs> so I'm going. I'm going hundred percent. I'm definitely in that thing. See, no, I, no questions asked. I don't know if this is gonna cause me to get in trouble, but I think I'm passing, bro. I, I'm definitely passing if I got Cameron with me, right? If I got Cameron mm-hmm. with me, like I'm even kind of grabbing her hand. And like swerving away from the commotion. Cause mm-hmm. I've been in some situations. Like we was at the mall some weeks back and some young niggas was like yelling a bunch of crip shit at each other and getting into a fight at the mall and shit like that. And we was even swerving that, like, okay, they're on the second floor. So we're gonna just go down the stairs and go on the first floor. Cause I don't know what the fuck might pop off in the mall. And it was just a bunch mm-hmm. of young niggas. Like I could tell they was fake bangers and shit like that. But they was yelling kind of loud and I didn't want Cameron to get startled because she ain't used to a bunch of yelling. So we got the fuck even just out of there. So something like this where mm-hmm. there's real grown men throwing real blows and real alcohol involved and people falling into the water and shit. Like, with Cameron, this ain't even a thought, dog. Like I'm putting her mm-hmm. back in the car and we might just go to Chick-fil-A and just do the play plays. Like the whole mm-hmm. pier adventure might just be over. Now, if it's me and my wife, though, I still don't know if I'm jumping in, bro, because here's the thing. 
I want to throw some blows with my like fellow brothers and like give them one for like the scene of higher learning where the blacks is fighting the whites and Buster Rhymes hits the big dude with the knuckles and shit. Like I want to be a part of that slow motion altercation. But like, what if in the middle of the fight, the fucking police show up and then they just start locking up all the niggas? Like, do you know that's how it's going to go? I feel like in a I place mean, called Montgomery, all the niggas is getting locked up. I do, but like there was a, um, I think, I mean, there was clearly there was two different sets of people, you know what I'm saying, down there. Um, but again, like at the beginning of that, when it was like three, maybe four of them white dudes on top of the black dude, I got to go. Like, I don't really, yeah, I don't see like, myself having any reservations really about by. that. I Yeah, I have to go. But the first dude that I saw come down, he didn't come down just throwing bows and swinging haymakers. He came trying to get like niggas up off of him and just push him out the way. Mm. But they just kept going. And the more that they kept going, the more niggas showed up. All niggas up. ain't on that. Yeah, all niggas ain't on it. I'm just trying to break the shit up. Some yeah. of them niggas is on that 400 years of slave shit. <laughs> and I just want to knock some heads off. Right. And, and particularly from what I saw, it looked like enough people got a good view at the entire situation as to what was going on. And for lack of better terms, some white people was wrong. You know yeah, what I'm saying? Yeah. That's really, that's really, you know, you already know I'm on the side of right is right, wrong is wrong. And when you look at it in totality, the white folks was wrong. Like, and that's why I say, regardless of how that man was talking to him, actually, he was doing his job. He was at work. So like, y'all just kind of got to eat that fam. So like, yeah, like what is that bro? Like, why you throw balls on a nigga nice. at the job? Yeah, he don't owe y'all to be nice. So again, like when 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 the rest of the cut, because that's what I that's what I say from watching the video. When my man did the Bobby Schmurder, what was that, bro? What triggered him to throw his hat up like that? That had that's the only thing I can look at it is the signal. Like there's a lot of niggas around. They see what's going on. I'm throwing. I'm throwing. How did everybody know what that meant? Like, oh, the the hat went up. We gotta go. But this is what I'm saying. There was enough people around to ingest what was going on. So my man, that. To me, that's a call to action. It's on. I got to do something. He threw, <laughs> he threw his hat. He threw his hat out of here. Like, he Babe, needs hold help. My keys. That is a, that is a distress signal. Like, 100%. He needs help. So, like, again, if you watched it, I don't, again, I, I didn't hear the audio just from what I can see. The white people started the physical portion of what happened there. And, like, that's just the part that they always can't accept, which is it's historical. They started. We usually like to finish it, like, or we we always take the shit to another level. So y'all thought it was just gonna be pushing, shoveling, and wrestling, and niggas showed up with chairs, like, oh shit, <laughs> oh shit, we chairs. wasn't ready. Yeah, like they showed pushing bitches in the water, like white them white hoes getting their ass, like they thoroughly got their ass beat, and they, they deserved that. it. They needed that. Yeah. They they they, 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 they that. deserved it for sure. But but again, like you say, if I got my family with me, I'm not getting involved in that. But like if I'm if I'm out by myself or with the homies again, like I'm 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 going with the first dude who showed up trying to probably get people. But again, if it turned into I'm trying to get people out of the way and y'all swinging on me, then we just got to fight. Like We're and I all imagine that. I imagine that's what happened to a few of those that came down there. Like, and and I, that's what happens. Like, shit starts happening fast as people moving all over the place. I don't know what's happening. Now, now I'm, I'm just swinging on anything swinging white. On me. I'm swinging yeah. on whatever's oh, white shit. Now. Yeah. Now I got to hit me because that's what's going on here now. Like, it's black versus white. Like, and, and niggas been and in the red zone way too many times to not understand what, like, just swing on whatever don't look like what you came with. Like, they yeah, don't you know. You feel me? Cool if them ain't your people, swing. I never forget look like what you came my, with. My homies got in a fight and got jumped one night, bro, off of some bullshit like that. Like, literally, niggas was fighting on the way out the club, dog. Like, so they start fighting. I'm not with none of these niggas, and I know that rule. They just yeah. going to start. So I get the fuck out the way. Get out the no, way, what is or this you with the shit. What is it? 
no, this tough-ass nigga uses the same logic to be with the shit. He like, shit, these niggas are going to swing on me, so I started swinging on them. Like, nigga, Why no. Why did you just volunteer? Like, like nigga, I was standing, you was actually in front of me. Like, you was in front of me. Why you ain't just get out the way? I was able to get out the way. I was able to get past all these niggas. But you yeah, would do that if it was a bee's nest. If it was a bee's nest, you would have got out the way. Bruh, you get out the way. Man, like, it, it just don't make no sense. None of that shit out there. And like, I, it was so funny. I was talking to my, um, I was talking to my best friend about this earlier. And like, maybe, maybe we'll have to like get into this next week because I don't really know how I feel about it. But like, it's one of those situations where I kind of want to ask, like, all right, when when the jokes gonna stop? The jokes. What do we mean? Oh, the internet. You don't. You won't be on the internet, bro. I gotta solicit you to get back on the yeah, internet, bro. The internet is going crazy. How much can you help me out here? I can't. You got to go look at it. There's so many memes and shit going on, bro. They talk about some lift every chair and sing. Like oh, they have just God. gone. They've ta- bro. They, there's some really good shit. Out I did. There. Like, my wife boy, did tell me when I came in the house. She was like, "Babe, they called the nigga C murder. S E A no, murder. No, bro. They called. They called him Aquaman. What they called him? Catfish Cuz. I did catfish cuz. Bro, Matt texted me. I was at work. Like, dog, did you see this Montgomery boat fight? I'm like, what are you talking about? Yeah, and like it's 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 cool. But I, this is where again, maybe I I can't flesh it all the way out. And like the jokes are the jokes. I'm cool with the jokes. The internet is always cool. gonna make the jokes. That is what it is. But like, are we gonna are we gonna have a real conversation about it, or are we just gonna joke about it? And I guess that's where I'm at with it at this point. Because like it's funny, the situation is funny. But like, are we gonna get down to brass tacks and what happened? And how mm. long how long are y'all just gonna laugh about it? Because just like everything else, bro. We not gonna remember this shit two weeks from now. We're not gonna be talking about this two, three weeks from now. Like mm-hmm. it's gonna wind up on that year end wrap up calendar shit, bro. We're not even gonna bro. Takashi just got jumped in March, bro. Nobody's talking about it no more. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like it That's don't even seem point. like that shit happened. Because the reason why it doesn't even seem like this shit happened this year, bro. Like shit is happening so fast, it's not even gonna matter. Well, yeah, the the reason why this was even a thing, right? Why the hat toss happened and everybody jumped in, because there are some really serious undertones. To what yeah. happened here, right? Like, yeah, we in can Alabama. bust folks because we just got rhythm like that, right? Black niggas, niggas got rhythm. So we'll make anything a party because we just got rhythm like that. But the reason why this whole Montgomery boat fight thing is even a thing is because we knew the optics of what we were seeing happening on that dock was important enough to be like, nah, we can't let this happen. Oh, yeah, nah, hell yeah. nah. It's definitely like, something to be talking and, and about. It, I, but I think... It's so weird. How do I want to put it? I feel like, yeah, no, I'm confident in saying this. The same happens in reverse. I feel like if it's a white security guard walking up on five, six black dudes, and maybe one of the black dudes go ham, I don't think the other four black dudes just start beating down on the white dude. No, I don't. I think yeah. I think there's I think there's somebody there with enough restraint to be like, all right, man, like we're not even gonna get to the point where a mob of white people kind of got to show up to help to defend, defend bro, for security, whatever, right. yeah, to whatever underlying racist thing you know the optics might look like. You're right, right though, because so one of the that, niggas yeah. that's even with the assault group is gonna be like, all right, bro, he had enough, mm-hmm. like you pounded his face, yeah, like, yeah, yeah, bro, like let, yeah. He did, he he, bro. He out, bro. Like, it's it's not gonna take a lot, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So like, but I did. I, I thought it was funny, and I I asked my wife, and point. she was like, "I'm gonna ask," but like, I think you know how it's coming across. You know, we we've seen the video. We've seen the video from multiple angles. I've seen a lot of the video. You know, whatever case may be. Um, but it made me wonder. I think for the first time, really, um, in any of the shit that's happened outside, like I wonder how white America views this. Mm, do you think that like does white, like does white do white America look, look like at that? Right 
to them, we might, and, and I, me and my wife have the algorithm conversation all the time because how bro, is the, the algorithm, algorithm is separating us like a motherfucker, bro? How, yeah, but I want to know algorithm, where bro. is the algorithm starting the video for them, or what is the sequencing of the video for them? They're only getting you the part where a bunch of niggas is diving in the water it, and throwing bro, them down and pulling their shirts. Disgusting. Or again. For anybody who, you know, might be able to have an objective opinion, like if you watched it front to back and fuck it, let's call it your people versus my people. How do you feel about your people in this video, what they did and how it turned out? Like, I genuinely want to know how a white person feels like what and and like you can watch that video and you can tell them all the white people that was involved in that. They're going to hate niggas for the rest of their life. There's no question about it. Like, there's never going to be a time where they're going to be like, oh, not nah. to. I would be really it's, tough not to. And I, I, I want to yeah, know what people think it. about that too because it's like, and when I say I want to know what white people think, Kev, Sailor Dan, the white people that listen to the show, I'm not yeah. talking about y'all. I'm talking about the white no. people that don't see things the way we see things. Like, But even, no, I want to know from them too though. Well, they don't see things how them. we see shit. Like I already know how they get down. Like they're going to be like, yeah, that was fucked up. But I want to hear from some people like that wear khakis with tiki mm-hmm. torches and polos tucked yeah. into their brown yeah, yeah. belts. I want to well, see like even, how they justify this. Yeah, and I see. I seen the mayor made a statement, which I I think is the right statement to make, and I hope people don't take it the wrong way. But again, it's so the statement is divisive. I can't say that. I don't even think the statement is divisive, but like the statement is how I view the situation, and I think this is almost like where a lot of shit. Maybe this is the part of the justice system that needs a little tweaking because, like, let's start at crime one. Like, yeah, the police showed up. The police was allowed to grab a whole bunch of niggas, probably throw them in cuffs or whatever the case may be. And that's another question that I asked. I wonder what that, how did that turn out? Like, who got arrested? Like, how many whites, how many blacks got arrested? Yeah, and I hate to make it that, that, but like, no, I, I certainly I would love to know. Yeah, and going back to like, we need to start with crime one. Crime one was them assaulting that security guard and everything else that he happened was, at work. was a result of that. He was, they assaulted he was, somebody at work. I don't care if he wasn't at work. That's that just makes it worse situa- to me. To me, that makes yeah, it worse crime, than he was at yeah, work. Crime one started at when y'all started assaulting this man. So, like, what is y'all? But that's basically what the mayor's statement said was that, um, yeah, we're we, we're signing off on warrants and we're we're getting you know arrest warrants filed and all this other shit for those people who assaulted that man who was just doing his job. Yeah, and like know. that, and, and the people who can't read it, that's the white people are about to get arrested. Like, <laughs> and I, did, you know, what I'm saying I would just love to know um, another outcome. From, yeah. from from that to to see how it turned out for sure. But um, then, like, I also told my wife, that also made me think about, like, it's so crazy that this is happening and I wonder what the optics look like on the other side to them and they might think we're monsters. But, bro, in the last hundred years, lynchings were a public event. Like, something that you, like, get the kids dressed and put on their good clothes the to go kids see. kids, too. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So, like, I just wanted to... You know, lay that on the table for a little brevity. You know what I'm saying? Well, it, it, it's interesting. I, I say a lot of things like that. That's a great point, right? Like, not that long ago in our history was people getting their kids dressed up to go see the town square lynching, right? Uh, it was commonplace for black people to just sit at the back of the bus. I've said on here a couple of times that you didn't have to hate niggas as a white person to just know you're supposed to sit in the front and they're supposed to sit in the back. And that's just the way it was. Like, yeah, I got a bunch of black friends, but I don't sit in the back. They sit in the back and I don't drink at that fountain. That's where they sit. That's just the way it is. Mm-hmm. And we're currently, Lynn, don't get me started again, because you know I'll go off again. <laughs> but we're currently living in a time where it's just commonplace to say, yeah, dog, I like my pets more than I like people. And nobody thinks anything's wrong with that. Except for me, I seem to be the only person that thinks that's a sick fucking ideology that you think your fucking chihuahua is more important than somebody else's whole child I mean, that they gave birth to and love and protect. It's just wild to me. 
fucking listen, listening to the WWTB homies earlier. They kind of, I don't want to say they spoke on this, but they kind of alluded. He played a um, played a clip that's kind of um, similar to this, but basically it was a dude. Um, basically, he was saying like, "Why should I ask a? Why should I have to ask a woman for anything?" And it was basically he was talking about like his woman, like mm-hmm. you know my why why do you not basically why do you not pay enough attention to kind of know what I need or why are you not like trying to figure out why aren't you um, trying to align with so me? like yeah why are you not trying to align with it he, and they were like well why do you think that way he was like because that motherfucking dog don't ask for a goddamn thing Ooh, he was like that, do- that dog bro is it well was well taken care of bro it was the it was some of the coldest shit that I've heard and if you if you listen to if you you can listen to it with a lot of different pairs of ears. how long I've been saying but, this how long I've been saying you can say no I've been You've going been off since don't fuck with cats, time, bro. Dog. You've been going off for a I've long been going time, off man. about this it for did. a long time, and I really it don't think people up. really stop and be hearing what I be saying. Like, I did a whole talk mm-hmm. with my son about it. My son was, like, writing it down in his phone. Like, that is going off. Like, it's some real sick psychology to the way it people is, treat bro. animals versus how they treat, not just dogs and cats, the ones that you call your family and call your little fur babies, but, nigga, a bird on the side of the road, niggas will pull their car over now and be like, Oh shit, that bird is flapping kind of weird. But if a motherfucker is getting their ass beat on the side of a boat, you'll pull your phone out and record it, cuz. Or not for for lack of nothing, your nigga who you sleep in the bed with coming home after 14 hour days every day and you ain't paid You ain't made the nigga a box of mac and cheese. You ain't made him a box of mac and cheese, but you won't feed your cat frozen chow wow. He can't get no Velveeta? Like, I'll be goddamned. Bro, angles are funny, right? And I, w- I want to talk to you about an angle real quick, if you don't mind. If you don't mind us switching up the, the flavor a little bit and talking about an angle that I find very interesting, right? Mm-hmm. You know, the audience knows, my wife knows, my friends know, my family knows. Everybody that knows me knows I hate Lizzo, right? Lizzo is up there with Meg the Stallion for me. Hey, I want to say... You might got a real close relationship with God, bro. All your ops just come crashing on down. But it ain't Anybody like I be wishing hate? on their downfall. I just be seeing niggas care. You know what it is for me, Wes? Let's take a step back. Fuck podcasting for a second. You know what this kind of shit is for me, Wes? It ain't about being right or wrong, left or right, Republican or Democrat, uh, feminist or uh, misogynist. It ain't about none of that shit. For me, it's about a judgment of character. My beef with Meg Thee Stallion is a judgment of character thing. Right. My beef with Lizzo is a judgment of character thing. When I came on Mm -hmm. here and told y'all all all them episodes ago that I don't fuck with Lizzo, it wasn't because I thought her music was whack. It wasn't because I don't like fat people. It wasn't because I hate black women. It was because I found her character to be disingenuous. Am I right or wrong? Mm -hmm. Am I still staying linear so far? Nope, that's what you said. That's my beef with Meg The Stallion. It ain't because I don't like good news or whatever the fuck her album was called. It ain't because I hate bitches with BBLs. It ain't because I think we smell funny. It's because I think her character is disingenuous. Am I right or wrong so far? You're right. So the news about Lizzo this week is that Lizzo is in some hot boiling water. Because that Lizzo be eating, Lizzo be eating, Lizzo be eating, Lizzo be eating, Lizzo be eating. Lizzo is in trouble right now because she is getting some suits filed against her for some of her staff. She got staff coming out saying that they have been fat. Her backup dancers are saying that they that Lizzo has been fat shaming them and telling mm-hmm. them, "Hey, you think you're getting a little too big to be doing these steps? Kind of getting a little chubby in the ass, ain't you?" 
Lizzo's been saying shit like that to her workers and shaming them for their size, coming from the fucking body positive, body positivity, body positivity queen herself. This is Mrs. Health at every size. You know how I feel about health at every size. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Here's the second thing she's in hot water about. Took her has been taking her staff to the sex clubs and shit. You got bitches mm-hmm. that are projectile rocketing dildos out of their pussy holes. Ping pong balls out the assholes and shit. And she's been pressuring people that come out to the club, allegedly pressuring people that come out to the club with her to touch naked bitches asses, even if they're uncomfortable doing so. And, you know, why don't you go up there and smell the bitch bud? Do it, do it, girl. Ha ha. Liberation. And she apparently, as they put it, have been creating a hostile work environment. And you want to know how I feel about this, Wes? You want to hear my official stance? Mm hmm. I'm with Lizzo. Uh-oh. I'm with Lizzo. <laughs> and Uh-oh. I hate Lizzo. But Table I'm turn. with Lizzo. You want to know why I'm with Lizzo? You want to no. hear this? Issue number one about her, quote unquote, fat shaming her dancers. I don't give a fuck how fat I am. If I say you can't be 200 pounds and I employ you to do my dance steps and you getting sloppy with your timing, get your fat ass to Planet Fitness because I'm the boss I'm the only fat bitch in the middle front of the stage. And if I said you can't be fatter than me, you can't be fatter than me. That's Nothing the rule. I agree. She 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 is she is allowed to have that stance. I don't know if she can say it in so many She probably you know, can't say it like words. that. She probably yeah, can't say it like that. So now she can't words. say it like that. But if she's like, I'm weeding out some of these fatter bitches that ain't getting she the steps right, then yeah. Lizzo should be allowed to say. Hey, listen, I'm all for fat bitches, but you're yeah. a little too fat, bitch. Yeah, like, she, she should can, be allowed to say that. She cannot say that. She is allowed she to can't. have that stance, though. <laughs> Thank you for, because you're right. She is allowed, you're correct. She is allowed to employ, it. she is allowed to employ the proper people. But to she got to sure fire when they get too big. gotten across. <laughs> See, yes. when they get too big, she got to fire. Like, I'm oh, Lizzo. Yeah. I'm Lizzo. Like, you think Beyonce is going out of her way to hire finer bitches than her in the background? Do you think Beyonce is really like, Okay, I'm B. Like, I'm B-E-Y-B. I'm the queen B. You think Beyonce is going out of her way to hire finer bitches to dance back up than her? Listen here, I think them twin niggas is close to being on the chopping block. They niggas, get yeah, bro, they popular, snap their neck up one more time that hard, <laughs> they're the fuck out of here. But like, you, you get what I'm saying though? Lizzo is the fat bitch we came to see. You can't have batter, fatter bitch or, you know what I'm saying? Like, it, again, and maybe they just getting sloppy. Maybe they're getting slow. Maybe their heart is beating too fast on the steps. And maybe Lizzo is noticing something in their routine. Like, all right, right, now, I know we're supposed to be hiring everybody, but y'all taking this shit too far. And here's my second thing. If I take y'all out to the fucking club, right, and y'all agree to come, and I told y'all we going to the fucking club, and then now y'all going to start acting like some prudes because I maybe grabbed your wrist and made you put your hand on some ass, what you should do is tell me, hey, Lizzo, I really ain't into that. Don't fucking stand in the corner and be quiet all night and then go sue me next week. That's some fuck shit, bro. Like, I feel like we've... Oh, I might be out of pocket here. Maybe we should put a timestamp because I might be a little out of pocket. We might have to edit this. But maybe this is just as a man thing. Maybe you can tell me about times that you might have experienced this. But I feel like this is regular peer pressure. Is peer pressure necessarily a... Th- have we determined as a society that all peer pressure is bad? First, let me ask that question. Is all peer pressure necessarily a bad thing? Mm. I don't know. I'm literally asking. I'm, 
I'll, <laughs> it's tough, right? I'll say, I'll say yes, because it's one of those things where it's like, it's really the same thing. They just call it something different when it's positive. I think peer mm. pressure just has a negative connotation. It's called encouragement when it's positive. It's called motivation like, when you did no, something good. I, I encouraged you to whip your titties out. Like, I didn't I peer pressure you to go get your, your PhD. I encouraged, yeah, I encouraged you. I didn't peer pressure you into that shit, but it could all be one and the same. Now, if for you, let's just say you, and I'm putting this on you, I apologize if this puts you in an awkward position, but we're going to make up a scenario for you. Say that you got peer pressured into talking to a chick when you wasn't comfortable talking to her, and you basically fought your big cousins tooth and nail at 13 years old to go talk to this chick. No, bro. Mm, uh, and they pushing you on your shoulder, and you, uh, it's not. Uh, uh. And then they finally peer press you enough to go talk to the bra. Turns out the bra likes you. And now you got your first little girlfriend at 13 years old. Is that peer pressure still? Yeah. Still peer pressure. But did it end up being positive? Yeah. Like, the, if you again, liked it. Two, thing, two things can be true. You could have okay. peer pressure. Okay. I don't even want to say I got peer pressure into smoking weed. But I kind of did. Let's call it that now. I didn't well, get yeah. encouraged. I got peer yeah, pressure I don't think anybody smoked. That's a great example. I don't think Turned anybody. Out. I don't think a single person in this world that smokes weed discover weed naturally on their own. No, 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 no. Not a single person. Weed, like, That's the perfect and you, example. And maybe you, I don't, I don't think you can be encouraged to smoke weed. You can be influenced to smoke weed. Okay. Because you, you know, people around you be doing it. Maybe your parents, maybe, your, you know, your cousins, you know what I'm saying? You got an older sibling and shit like that. So you be influenced to do it, but I don't think nobody, no, even smokers, smokers will not encourage you to smoke or like you gotta, you gotta show like characteristics to somebody who might need to smoke before they be like, no, you might benefit. You Bro. know what I'm saying? From smoking you a joint or two, fam. Like 67% of people, 67% of people that smoke weed have been told, hey, bro, you don't got nothing going on. It ain't like you're going to get fired. 67%. I have the numbers right in front of me. 67% of people have been told, you ain't going to lose your job, bro. Everybody's been told that. Again, it's one of those things where I just feel like, you know, you know, the, the proof is in the pudding. We've had this conversation before, too. But like, if I'm on the job fucking shit up because I'm high. Yes. Get me the fuck out of here. Like, I understand I'm fucking up the church's money on the job. Not what I'm supposed to be doing. But like, but if I'm making these chicken like, sandwiches way better, bro, that's like saying basketball is illegal. And if you catch me in the pickup game off the clock, then your job's in jeopardy. Like, what the fuck do you have against working out in basketball? Like, this is crazy. <laughs> this is helping me. But so, again, like if basketball, if basketball is throwing me into a tizzy and I can't do my job right, then maybe, maybe get me off basketball. Fire, like, yeah, like I wake up in the morning, I smoke. I do. I do all of my recreation outside of this place. Sometimes, right outside of this place, <laughs> but it's outside of this place, but always outside of this place. Always so, outside. So my thing with Lizzo is like, also, it, this might sound like I'm trying to be funny or whatever, but like I'm trying to speak in reality here, right? Like what sound good on TMZ's headline or what look good on paper is one thing, but in reality, in actual. Going outside, dealing with people in a social setting reality. Man. How the fuck is Lizzo supposed to know that you don't want to touch the bitch ass unless she tries to encourage well, you to? Well, and this is what I was about to say. Like, as a, as a, I'm trying to think of people that we know that we might, I don't even want, because I don't want to put nobody's name out there, but like, I guess there would be people that we would know. Uh, fuck it. I'll call it, I don't even want to say that. I was going, I was going, I was going to go to the back. <laughs> but let's just say, there are people who might not be a top of our list to go somewhere where you know, like, hey, like, might be some pussy over here for you to lick. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, we just, hey, 
this might not be the party that you might want to be at because I thought I'm you are the best this podcast. Is, this, is not, this is not gonna be your thing. But see, this is where kind of some of that other shit that we talk You're about so comes into play and where bitches be lying and bitches be fake gay. Because if you hoes been rubbing up on each other behind stage every time I see y'all being freaky, sexy, kinky bitches, and I'm like, all right, fuck it, we out here in Amsterdam, we're going to the booty hole club, bitch. Get your ping pong paddle because they shooting ping pong balls out the asshole. Get ready. And then you get there and you want to not be the what what, what what have we been doing? Yeah, what like happened? this is the switch up. Like, and maybe now I know and you'll never come again. But that was also a part of what I heard them saying is that basically their fear of retaliation was that oh Lizzo wasn't taking us places. She wasn't taking us on. Yeah, because you hoes is prudes. Like, we don't I don't want to hang out with y'all. Cause not that not that y'all not doing the shit that the other girls is doing, but like we just hanging out, we being cool. Like, and if that's not your setting, like that's not your. But when we go, we actually are stopping by to lick pussy before we go to Hawaii, and you don't like the lick pussy part, so we're not taking you. I'm going to dial you back to a quote that lives in infamy in our lives, me and your life. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Nine, ten, eleven, the sequel. If you ain't mm-hmm. down with what's about to happen in this room, I suggest all of y'all leave. Yeah, go ahead, roll. I suggest all of y'all leave. I'm with Lizzo in this. Like, I don't fuck with Lizzo. She's disingenuous. And honestly, when I read this story and when this shit started coming across my desk, it made me smile. And it didn't make me smile in a, yeah, that bitch finally getting what she deserves type way. Because that ain't me, bro. Like, I don't wish ill on motherfuckers. I kind of wish ill on Meg, I guess. I want her to switch spots with Tori. Maybe she go to jail and he get out. But other than that, I don't be really wishing ill on motherfuckers. This made me smile because it kind of let me know, like, see? You real like everybody else. Like, my issue be with motherfuckers yeah. when they act like they shit don't stink. Like, when you act For like sure. you above shit, like, oh, my God, everything is offensive to me. I kind of wanted to talk to you about the shit that's been going on with Doja Cat because Doja Cat is losing her fans because she's keeping it too funky with her fans. And the only reason why I wanted to halfway talk about Doja Cat because I know me and you are Doja Cat supporters. And I fuck with her telling her fans, hey, all of y'all take this shit too far. I don't support the way y'all support me, and all of y'all are fucking weirdos. Like, I'm kind of weird. Well, and, like, I, I guess I could take it as a dub, because I don't consider myself a Doja fan. I'm, I'm not a Doja Cat supporter. I'm a Doja Cat fan. We like the fan. music, yeah. Yeah, and like maybe that's where she wants me to be at. That's what it sounds like. That's it what sounds it sounds like, like she doesn't want me. Like my music, don't <laughs> you don't need music. to know nothing about me personally. I'm, like, I'm always telling my wife I like bruh. Summer Walker's music. I despise her as a hate, person. Bruh, hate her. I'm with you now, bro. I hate her as She's a person. She's terrible. Like, same thing as Doja Cat, bro. I care for none of her off mic, out of studio antics. Bro. Her music like, is dope. None and of that, that should shit. be enough. That should be that's enough. All that I need. When do we get to a place where we have to know people and like them personally to just like their music? Where are the slabs? Just wear the slabs. <laughs> just wear the slabs. Now, if we like you as a person, that's a bonus. But for me, it's like, I don't need to necessarily like you as a I'm person. I'm here for it. And slabs. you want to know, it's one, of, it's one of those things. And like, I'll put money bag you in this category. I don't dislike, bro. I'm just not into his personal life. But he keep putting out slaps. Like, you just cannot deny that, all right, this one actually sound all right, bro. Mm-hmm. Like, I'm fucking with this. But like, again, I, I, am a, I am a fan of the music. And like, you put out the slaps, you got my ear. Yeah. You on chat GPT, don't give a fuck. I, I'm telling my wife, I always tell my wife, like, you know, when people ask you like the hypothetical question, what celebrity would you love to have dinner with if you could pick one? And although Kanye is like one of my favorite artists of all time, I would never want to get pancakes with that nigga, bro. Like, I don't want to hear nothing Kanye got to say on his personal time. I don't want to sit across from that nigga and pour syrup. None of that shit, bro. Like, I'm always like, no, nope. doubt, doubt Buster Rhymes, bro. Like, send, send me down nope. with Buster Rhymes. I want to have a good time at my meal. 
I don't want to have a single boost for breakfast or an insure for <laughs> Not with, with you, that buddy. nigga. I'm actually surprised you remember that, though. Well, with the... Oh, yeah, bro. That, uh, <laughs> our friendship is legendary. It's never going away, bro. Why would I not remember that? I don't know. I'm just saying, like, I don't... And, and it, you fucked me up, too, talking about um, the Welches. Like, I can't believe they monopolized two years in a row, 9, 10, 11, and, and the 10, sequel. 11, they ran it back. I can't believe And what, that. what's, what's fly to them, and shout out to them, is what's fly to them is that the way that you make a good sequel is to not recreate the magic from the original. It's to deviate no. and make it its own thing. See it's Friday a, and next Friday. See Ghostbusters a, 1 and yeah. 2. Yeah, it's just it's it's maturation of the lineage of things that have already happened. Damn, that's good. Oh, man, that was fire. Uh, do we have time for me to tell you about a story that's not going to be relevant next week if I wait? Because if I try yeah, to tell sure. you this next week, I'll try to be fast about it. So at the top of the show, I told you my wife was out of town for a few days and it was just me and the baby, right? Me and Cam. Mm-hmm. So we squeezed in some daddy-daughter day and shit like that. So now I'll tell you, for the last few weeks here and there, like I might go to uh, Santa Fe on a trip with Dylan and we might go get brunch together and, you know, touch bases. I see what's up with my white friend. He checks in on me. We talk about politics. <laughs> we yell. We get donuts. We come back home. And the last couple of times, like I'll go to start my car and it's like a little rough start. You know what I'm saying? I, okay. Like, huh, that's weird. And I turn my car off and turn it back on and it starts just fine again. I'm wondering what the fuck is going on, but it's not happening frequent enough to raise any alarms in my head. And I'm not a car nigga. I'm not going <laughs> to lie to you. I was about to say. I'm and not because, a car And because nigga. of that fact, this is why I'm about to ask you now. When you say rough start, is that just an audible <laughs> thing? Are you like, yeah, is it just audible? You're like, oh, that sounds rough. Well, Let's try that like, again. <laughs> like, it's not like that, but it's like, it didn't feel right, right? Like, I, I'm it when I start my smooth. car, there's a feel to it. There's a rhythm. And I knew my shit was not rhythm in a couple He of said, days. there's an Usher sidestep, and then there's a Michael Jackson moonwalk. I do just you, don't feel like we're moonwalking. Well, keep it all the way funky. You know the rhythm of the start of your car, right? Like, you know exactly how long you should turn the key and the sounds it should make and the rev and the number. Sure. And you know all of that. And when it don't mm-hmm. do exactly that, it make your head cock a little bit. Even if the car starts, you'd be like, huh. That wasn't how I normally start. So that had happened right. a couple of times, but I didn't think nothing of it because I had taken my car to get some parts that had gotten recalled, changed on my car. And I thought maybe mm-hmm. it was just like my engine adjusting to the new parts. I don't fucking know nothing about cars, bro. Like, I didn't know if it was like, you know, if you get like an organ this transplant. Nigga, this nigga was asking the engine, where your big toe in the shoe? Where's your big toe? Let me, Let me make sure on the tip it. Bro, they say if, like, I needed an organ transplant, then it would take my body a little bit of time to get adjusted to the transplant. I thought cars was maybe a little bit like that. Like, give it a little time. (laughs) You just switch some parts out. I thought maybe it was related to that. So, ain't nothing really been happening to where I should be alarmed, right? Mm -hmm. A couple hard starts, but no big deal. It was me and Ken. We had, like, did our whole day and shit like that. We was coming back up the hill. We had to stop at the grocery store on the way home because I wanted to get all my little running done before we got home because Cameron's getting older. When she get in the house, she be telling me now, like, Daddy, I don't want to do nothing. Like, I want to just <laughs> nah, watch my here. show. Yeah, she be stressed out. Like, she, I just want to watch my show. You want to go to the park? No, Dad, I just no. want to watch my show. Like, she don't be wanting to be bothered. And I kind of fuck with that because I used to be like that when I was a kid. Like, turn on Nickelodeon. Order a pizza, turn on the air conditioning, and please don't bother me till Monday. Like Just I got leave school. me alone, please. Yeah, so she be on that. So I'll be trying to like get all our shit out of the way. So we went to the grocery store. We got 
milk she needed and the juice. We got a dozen of our donuts because, you know, I'm the donut man and donuts was on deck. So <laughs> I was excited. We had shit for tacos because our friends was coming over. Bro, we was going to have tacos. I night. will never look at donuts the same, bro. But donuts really get me going. <laughs> donuts, donuts really do it for me, bro. Like the older I get. I'm really finding out that like I really got a really like fucked up love affair for donuts. I, I don't know what's going on. Till, I can't wait till we are khaki wearing, polo tucking in, meet me at McDonald's breakfast with the donuts and the coffee ass niggas, boy. I can't Just wait. doing it every day, bro. Like not every giving day. a fuck about nothing. It's it's I'm on the way. I'm already forgetting shit. So I got all the shit. I'm loading it in the back of my SUV and I'm I close the shit up. Boom. Now, when it's daddy-daughter day, especially when we're doing shit around town, you see how small my town is. Ain't no danger. I let Cameron sit up front with me when it's daddy-daughter day because- I was about to say, you let her drive? God damn. <laughs> we're going back to the 80s. Like, well, I let her I let her put her little feet on the pedals and shit. I be really driving, but I let her touch the wheel. I really got to get her on that, though. Like, I want to like, I want her to have some of the old school experiences. She's too young For to be sure. sitting up front, but I'll be letting her sit up front sometimes when we ain't got that far. I do the same. Oh, yeah. I do the same thing. They love that kids. shit, bro. Like, they be, she be singing a whole new world. Like, she loves it, bro. So we get in the car. I buckle her in extra tight. Don't worry. I buckle her in extra tight. Two buckles. Clack, clack. Then I got in the car, and I turned the key, and I just said, boop, boop. Click. Mm. The click is no good. Bro, I turned the key back. I said, hmm, that didn't hmm. sound right. And not only did it not sound right, my car didn't start. I was like, okay, I turned the key back. I tried not to panic because people that know me know car trouble and me do not mix. Like, I don't have no chill. I'm not it's calm. I, forehead and armpits instantly. St- I tried to call myself like, don't freak out. You're a 41-year-old man. Your daughter's in the car. You're not poor anymore. Whatever is wrong with your car, you can fix this. You're not poor. You got a savings account. Whatever's happening right now, it's okay. I try not to freak out. You are a cool customer until something goes wrong, bro. I swear to God, bro. This is see, this is how you know you're always right on this show, Wes. You are the right one. I am the wrong one. I turned it back and I I got. Like, I wiggled in my chair to get ready for my second attempt at starting to... <laughs> I top cough, I top golf, resituated my stroke. Like, okay, it didn't start that time, but surely it's going to start this time because said, this maybe, is a 2017. Nigga said, maybe I ain't sitting on the right pressure points of the seat to get the car started Turn my steering wheel to the left a little bit because I know sometimes, <laughs> like, you click... Have you ever had your car, like, turn and go into that, like, anti-theft mode on accident? I thought maybe that was happening. So I turned my steering wheel a little bit. I took a deep breath. I top golf wiggled back into my stance and said, don't panic. You don't have nowhere to be. It's only Friday. Whatever might be wrong, nothing's wrong. But whatever might be wrong, you got a whole savings account. You can fix whatever's wrong here. Don't panic. The car will start. I went Just to start it again. Off and try again, buddy. Click. I didn't even get a rev this time. Just a straight click. I was like, oh, hell no. This time I said out loud, not even realizing, oh, fuck no, bro. Like, what is going on? My daughter immediately turned. (laughs) Bro, my daughter doesn't get to see me panic too often, bro. The face her hazel eyes made at me. (laughs) <laughs> she, turned, like. she started sweating as hard as I was sweating like she understood cars swear to god killer cam looked like she understood cars she turned to me and said daddy is everything okay 
<laughs> I said, baby, mm. we're good. Just give mm. me a second, okay? I turned the wheel to the right this time. <laughs> <laughs> turned the key backwards and went to start it again. Click, nothing. I said, now I'm sweating, sweating. Like my butthole's puckering. My underarms is sweating. I'm sitting up in my chair now. I'm like, okay, something is really wrong. So now I get out the car because now I want to like be visibly upset in front of my daughter. So I'll put a little pop the hood thing. Now the nigga's using his hat to wipe his forehead to it. <laughs> he is up fucking I set. pulled a red handkerchief out of my back pocket that was never there before. And I lifted my hood. Now, when I lifted my hood, I don't know. I don't know what I was looking for. I don't think anybody ever look. knows what they're looking for, but you got to lift your hood up and look at something, bro. bro like They really need it. to start making cars that start turning like neon, like fluorescent yellow, yeah, like nah, safety vests sure. to show you what part nah. of the engine is wrong. Niggas, niggas definitely be looking under the hood like they're playing whack-a-mole waiting for something to pop up. Like, <laughs> ah, there it is. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's the thing. That's, that's what, what I was looking, looking for. for. Wes, <laughs> On Pee Wee, that's what I'm looking for, nigga. When I hold up the hood, I'm looking for that shit to be pulsating. Oh, it's the okay, alternator. Okay. I know oh. what the co- Oh, you're bleeding. Okay. <laughs> Didn't I tell you just last week that I stopped calling Kia for my oil changes because them niggas be booked out way too far? I just told you that, right? Mm-hmm. They be booked out you way did. too fucking far. So now I'm like, fuck, I got to call Kia. I got to see what's wrong with my car. And then I'm already thinking like, man, these niggas about to be book solid. After them, I'm trying to be quick on the story at the end of the show. After them like, hanging up on me two, three different times and not connecting me to the service department, I finally get through. I'm like, bro, something's wrong with my car. It's not starting, man. Um, I don't know if I'm going to need to get my car towed to y'all or what, but I need to call and see if I can schedule an appointment for service. He's like, to tell you the truth, man, the earliest opening I got is like the 21st of August. I'm like, Go ahead and just put me down, bro. And then I'll just try to figure it out. But can you put me in for like the earliest you can on the 20? He'd be like, yeah, I'll book you for it. Bet. Now we got an auto zone right down the street from my house too. I'm like, let me go ahead and call the auto zone. Or is it Napa? One of them shits where you can pull up and get service. Mm -hmm. Even they said like, it's going to be next Monday before we can get to you. But we can go ahead and book you if you want. I'm like, fuck, bro. Go ahead and book me. So now I call my 19-year-old son that doesn't live with me anymore. I got to call my 19-year-old son that doesn't live with me anymore to come mm-hmm. scoop me from the grocery store. Now, fortunately, I'm only five minutes down the road. Mm-hmm. I call him. Jay picks up. I can't get him to respond to my text, but he picked up the phone. Thank God he fucking at least answered the call. He, under, he understands the, the, the importance of the, the difference you know, between a phone yeah, call and a text. I can ignore a text, but he's calling. He's calling me. Gotta, and let me pick it up. I'm like, yeah, bro, yeah. you wouldn't sleep, was you? Because you know he worked third shift or second shift. Mm-hmm. He's like, nah, I actually just was sitting here chilling. What's up? I'm like, I need you to come pick me and your sister up from the grocery store, please. Like, my car is tripping. Can you just come get us real quick? He's like, I'll be there in a minute. Comes and gets us. Now, on the way to him coming to get us, I'm standing with the hood up, trying not to freak out in front of my daughter. <laughs> but I can see her little, like, lanky neck trying to, like, swivel around many, and see past the hood to see what I'm doing. How many dipsticks did you pull out? None. Because I already knew it couldn't oh. have been that. And... If it was that, I didn't even have no napkins in my car to wipe the dipstick with to put it back in there and get an accurate reading. So I didn't even bother. And not only that, you know my oil dipstick is unreachable in my vehicle? Hmm? The Kia Sorento 2017's dipstick is in a place where you have to be part of the service center to reach. You can't. Oh, yeah. They, 
they did. I think I told you the story about me standing outside of the auto zone mm-hmm. and the old man walked over and tried to help me find it. Right, you can't get to my yeah. dipstick any fucking. Yeah, nah, that's that's a uh, that's a part of the scheme right there. Out and whatever. So it's a hot ass day. So at this point, I'm like, fuck, I gotta retrieve my daughter. The windows are up. I can't just leave her in the 93 degree weather. I got to get her right. out the car because I got to wait on her brother to get here. So I don't want her worried. So let me get her out the car. Pulled her out the car. said, baby, the car's a little messed up right now. Brother's on the way to come get us. Don't worry. We'll fix it. We'll be out of here. In let a me minute. ask you. I know it's one of your fears, but like, did it make you feel a little poor when you had to tell your daughter that? Did it make you feel, babe, our car's a little messed up right now? <laughs> well, let me tell you why the question you asked is so perfect. While I'm standing there trying to explain to my daughter, your brother's on the way. Don't panic. He'll be here in like 10 minutes. Daddy will get this together. Don't worry about it because I can see like the little shaking in her eyes. Like she started to become a little unglued. As I'm telling her this, a young 20 something year old white guy walks over to us and goes, Hey man, are y'all having some car trouble? I'm like, yeah, man, actually I can't get my car to start. I'm thinking like he might know something about cars. I'm like, Mm-hmm. Yeah, man, I can't get my car to start. I don't know what's going on. I'm trying to like go into that hands on the hips. Like, all right, somebody knows something's on the way. Like he's coming to tell us something. I'm like, yeah, bro, I don't know what's going on. Man, I turn it. It's clicking. It's making like a clickety click. I don't know what's going on. He's like, man, that sucks. Reaches in his pocket, pulls out a $5 bill, hands it to Cameron and says, get yourself something cold to drink and walks off. I never felt that poor in the last seven years, bro. Like, I have a savings account, and that nigga just handed us $5 like we were standing on the side of the... This has been the Dipped in Butter program, man. I appreciate y'all listening to our hijinks, my hijinks, our bad takes, and our absolute discrimination and fucking uh, intolerance to people of struggle and uh, fucking, I don't know, what do you call that? Low standing on the totem pole. My name is Kat. You can check our content out or my content, catandcrunch.com. Until it's down, it's probably down already. Dip the butter program on YouTube, that's probably down already. But what you are down with is this podcast, and we appreciate y'all listening to us or whatever the fuck we be talking about. Yo, I am. I have to figure out some way to implement I have a savings account into my life. Like, I got to start just, like, at random. I got to answer that randomly when people ask me. I'm sorry, y'all. We don't have quarter pounders right now. I got a savings account. I got a savings account. Don't fuck with me like that. But it's your boy, Wes No T. Um, And all that other shit that you know me for. Um, Y'all know. You know, the only thing I care is that you fuck with me. Yes, sir. Like I say, each and every week, the universe is way too big for your little ass problems. And hey, your little ass problem might be a big ass new battery that costs four hundred dollars. Capping off the story, capping off the story, I needed a new battery. Reason being is because when I be at job, I'll be back and forth between my office and my new office. One office, I'm not allowed to have cell phones. The other office, I am allowed to have my cell phone. So when I'm in my office that's not allowed to have cell phones, I'll be putting my phone in my car, but I'll be hooking it up to the charger and it was draining Drain my your battery. Jesus Christ. Um, so you already know, rule number one around here is tell a friend to tell a friend, not only about the podcast, but that in the spirit of cat this week, forget everything, okay? Like do something, turn around, forget that shit, feel better about yourself. And then rule number two, Mind your motherfucking business. Yes, sir. We'll catch y'all next week. We know you want more. So come back next week and get this.